now as uh, Audriel has been uh, rescued and all the uh, various spectators uh, crawl back from the corners of the world from which they came, we find Nav. Hey. <laughs> Everyone else is asleep. Keep it down. Alright, alright, alright. Well, I think it is prudent to get away from the party, seeing as it seems to be turning out that new Nav was totally right about turning into a monster. What with the whole foot-eating thing. I think it's time for a little vacation. So, here's the thing. Nicket's a bastard, and I'm gonna go after him. But I don't yeah. think the rest of the party needs to be so involved in that. Especially, uh, things got a little heated with the whole foot thing. <laughs> not to mention there's an apocalypse coming, whether you get your revenge or not. Yeah, so, I'm sure they can handle that. But, just in case, I'm going to... Well, I'm going to lift up Rip's helmet here, and I'm going to take the cornerstone to Cathedral, just for safekeeping, and to beat Naked Adler to death with. Um, and I'm also going to leave this little note here for the party to read. So, as uh, one specific shadow swells and then uh, shrinks away, we look around the scene and see only six rogue elements. Nav has left the party. Everybody, welcome back to Let's Play the Thirteenth Age! Hooray! Yeah! All right! All right! I just yelled. Everyone's like, "Hooray!" I was yelling. <laughs> so just watching oh, the spike on my audio. As, as long right. as you're hyped up, it doesn't matter if there's vocabulary involved. Just vocalizing. So I'm uh, having a very good time. Last time we concluded with the uh, defeat and humiliation of the Red Fang, and the uh, in front of a stadium and uh, a home audience, uh, and also the rescue of Fair Audriel from deep beneath uh, uh, Moon Mountain within Disney's land. Right. And I stole their orb. <laughs> there, there has been a purloined orb. How many orbs does Mint own now? I think just the two. Can anyone own an orb? But we, yes. But we Mint digress. <laughs> we literally can. So look at Mint. Uh, as you uh, all em emerge to the surface, uh, you see that uh, the crowd has been leaving uh, in a somewhat orderly fashion, depending on I mean, some people are walking through dimensional doors, others disappearing in a poof of smoke. Uh, you see a group that have uh, hitched a ride on uh, giant wasps and are now flying off toward the sunset. Bad ass. It's, uh, it, it's a mass exodus, and you can hear wagon wheels in the distance getting even more distant as, as people just peel out of Disney's land. We're really just going to let these guys go? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I really want to fight all of these people? Yeah, I guess I'm not worried about I mean... I'm okay with We can fight them, them go. all individually later. <laughs> Some of them you may. <laughs> I'm not really Some of them I'm not really that angry fought. at any of them. Alright. Honestly, I don't even remember most of these people. They did kind of all come here to see us in the audience. Uh, what was the question about the audience? I don't have a sister. Sister-in-law, sorry. 
you know? I don't have a sister. You tried to Is drown yourself on first sight of her? I don't think you're quite picking up <laughs> on the, like, subtlety <laughs> of what I'm saying, no. Scarlet. Just keep prying into it for a whole, like, another 30 minutes or so. No, no, the sister. Come on, <laughs> the sister. <laughs> so, uh... As... Uh, you, you reunite, uh, Audrey looks around and she gets a bit of a sad look on her face. What? What? What's, what's, what's wrong? Oh, the, the, she, she's just a little sad that Nav never said goodbye. Aww. Wait, where did he go? <laughs> I didn't even catch this. Yeah. She's gone. Now, now she's a little peeved at Scarlet for not even noticing. We <laughs> were... <laughs> Well, you did see the last thing he did before he, before he disappeared, right? <laughs> kind of ate a dude's foot. Also, Rip, your uh, your head feels lighter all of a sudden. Ugh. <laughs> it's Saturday what's already. What's going on? I don't know. It's if there's a weight off your shoulders, but instead of your shoulders, it's your head. That's weird. Rip? My helmet's still Okay. On. Wait. Take my helmet off. Is, is, is the cornerstone still there? No, it is not. No, I... Piss! I knew I shouldn't have been carrying the thing in my hat this whole time. Someone took it. They stole Rip's helmet thing hat. Well, when did I notice it go, like, leaving? Just now? Yeah, not long ago. Sometime between the heat of battle and, uh, this portion, where Audrail's now asking, so, uh, how are we gonna get how, how am I supposed to get to Equinox Manor? Are, are you guys coming with? After I mean, she just yeah. graciously accepted a job there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it would be good good for us to you know regroup, rally, you know, just sort of reassess our uh, short I'm and kinda, long term. I'm kind of concerned about terms. this missing cornerstone. Well, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, as Rip shakes his uh, hair out to, to clear a, a small uh, avalanche of d- dandruff, he finds a note. <laughs> oh, what? How did somebody get that in there? I, I read oh, the, the same way they got the cornerstone out. I very carefully pick it out of his hair. <laughs> With a mage hand. I'm not touching it. It was in my hair. I'll handle it. What does it say? Uh, well, you know, it's just a note from Nav saying that he's going to uh, hunt down that fucker Adler. And uh, shove the cornerstone where uh, holy light don't shine. We need that. I mean, mm, I we mean, only well, kind of need it. We need at, it at least in an true. eventual sense. Like, I mean, we're pretty sure we'd literally need to have it. I mean, yeah, we can get it right this second. It's still in the hands of our group. It's it's with a friend. Hey, while we're while we're talking while we're talking about the icons, weren't the rest of or the I'm sorry the keys. Weren't the rest of them on the boat that Andriel was on? No. No. Or, oh, did we send them back to the mansion? You all have them on your various persons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I got always been, have. Has somebody been lugging that scale yes, around? Yes, this came up last time, too, you asked the question. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> who has it? I don't know. That's between you guys to figure out. I think I've got it. <laughs> He's been strapped around your back this whole time? It's, it's How many chairs my... is Mint carrying? 
I think you just, guys, hold just on a two. moment. I have to. I have to say that uh, this suspension of disbelief just isn't working for me. I mean, really, how are we going to carry <laughs> all of start. these chairs? <laughs> we'll have start to start calculating weight values. Prices. Everybody determine their weight value by rolling their strength modifier. <laughs> Dividing by ten. In any if case, I did that, I would your, collapse uh, under the weight of my own armor. Your uh, assets include those things which you carry, all the scrap here in Disney's land, and uh, nearby across the road, uh, all the scrap you can manage to, to find in a Disney's land uh, resort. <laughs> no, uh, Disney's Azure Bay Adventure, built as a last ditch effort to oh, entice man. tourists. It was even it was worse visible. than the main one somehow. Yeah, and somehow and somehow it was open longer. Oh man! Also, the name was very misleading. There was pretty much nothing adventurous about it. <laughs> of course, speaking of Azure Bay, you know that the uh, the coast is about a day and a half's hike to the east. Hmm. There was also the attraction ride flight over Azure Bay where you'd ride an animatronic dragon that would occasionally just malfunction and knock you off of it completely. Uh, That's kind of like adventure. Imagine what it's like now all these years later. (laughs) So are we just going to like head to the shore and grab a boat? Uh, Well, actually, Adriel, I I was thinking it'd probably be best for us to uh, return to Quinox Manor as well so you know we could maybe... Find a find a boat, and you can come along with us. That sounds great. She's very happy to be able to travel with her captain again, and the the rest of the crew. On a boat, no less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. It'll be Certainly. it'll be fine. Like those times when good things happen. Like all the other times <laughs> we've been on a boat. Yeah. Mm. To be clear, well, all the rest of the crew deserted, right? Or uh, died. Or died. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one or the other. The, the ones we'll that run were slaughtered by the fang. We'll have to round up the ones that got away and hang them later. Whoa! 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 <laughs> you deserted. She... Audriel gives a salute. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's table that for now. We need to find a boat. We'll <laughs> worry about executions later. Um, yeah, we need to find some transportation. Okay, so in the meantime, the whole... though, in the meantime, though, Bella's kind of digging around some scraps while everyone else is, is talking, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I seeing if there's anything that looks like along. it really. Fucking man, come on! Uh, is there any uh, anything that uh you know still seems like it's actually working and functional? Because she's kind of thinking like, hey, some of this could be useful for you know space flight or something if it if it works. Uh, give me I mean, a... there's this kind of weird janky rocket ride over here, right? I'm sure that can be used for actual space travel, probably. <laughs> I'm. Um, it looks at this rocket and Bella and says, all explode in a massive ball of flame. Are you really intending to build some uh, some sort of outer spaceship using junk? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you intend to cat, uh, have fire rain from the sky by saying some funny words and moving your hands weird. So I don't <laughs> think. I'm sorry. I don't. Judge. I don't suppose you've ever met a uh, changeling adventuress by the name of Tran, and maybe, yeah, maybe. She, yeah, she gave us all those bombs in the. Yeah, forge. she's actually. She's, yeah, she's pretty good at hey. making things junk. So. Hey Bella, I I can help you look for stuff that looks useful because I yeah. know what the useful stuff looks like. Yeah, I think you're, you're really you're really good with working with junk. I've noticed. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, oh. it's it's all about just, what you know, kind of understanding <laughs> the feelings, kind of... <laughs> the flow of the feelings. It's understanding the rhythm and the rhyme routine. Oh, okay. In that case, what? Bella kind of points to one particular scrap piece, and she's like, well, what about that over there? That kind of looks like it's still functioning, glowing at least. Could it's, be good, could be it's good. probably... I would be very careful about touching any it. of the stuff. I pick it's it up and smell it. Does it still smell like it works? Uh, it it does not smell rancid, at least not in a bad way. I, I got a thirty. Work. I got a thirty-two on an inch check. <laughs> we will be back to that for sure. Uh, is anybody else going to salvage some things? Um, I I guess I'll see if there's any of these any any of these little magical trinkets are worth anything. I don't know what magic is. I just yell a lot. On the collector's market, yeah, they're pretty huge. I've rolled a 35. Okay. Mm. Good. You got a 32 and a 35. Yeah. There's probably some workable stuff in this. What's, what's up with ne- uh, Rip, then? Is he just yelling real loud? Rip is just kind of like waiting for them to do their thing and chatting up Mercury. Okay. Rip, Rip's He's eyeing that old crap as he yells at Scrap, and if it falls apart, it's no good. Uh, Mercury is having none of this, and he's really disgusted by the, uh, you know, j- just the, what this place symbolizes to him. The, the consumerism, the, all that. <laughs> oh. I didn't realize that Mercury was a very was political. Anti-capitalist. Well, <laughs> what a, if people can be angry about it, Mercury's into it. I mean, like, I can respect that, man. Just, I don't know, I didn't think that was really your kind of thing. It, it's more the the indignation than the righteous about, half of righteous sir, indignation. Right. Is he just going to complain about how the dwarves had an amusement park like a thousand years before these guys? No. Rip, Meanwhile, Rip and Mercury are just like sitting really, at a table, drinking coffee and talking about capitalism. Dwarves don't really strike me as the kind of culture that would have an amusement park. They probably would have like, I don't know, joyless parks or something. <laughs> Joyless parks. <laughs> it's efficiency parks. It's not even grass. Yeah, efficiency it's like parks. Sawdust in a square plot. You say that, but that sounds like exactly the kind of thing Margaret would be into. <laughs> well, you know, even Let dwarves. Let us all probably, go hit up the efficiency park. Even dwarves are probably a little bit too severe for Margaret. Come, children, we will spend our designated free hours well, I mean, in the. Even Margaret is probably a little square of amusement. <laughs> Let us visit the Hall of Tax Reform. <laughs> it's uh, all about learning important lessons about how to better yourself and better society. Is anybody you know? else going to uh, look for salvageable things? I'm not going to sully my hands digging around in the refuse of an abandoned children's amusement park. So oh, you say that, but that's what? how I got my churro. <laughs> you shouldn't take anything from a cursed place. It's not cursed. It's just old. It wouldn't bother cursing it. This place is overtly cursed. What are you talking about? Look, I'm going to take this thing right here that looks totally awesome and is maybe cursed, and I'm just going to take it. (laughs) And well, have you not noticed that we are stuck together? That was less of a curse, more of a magical effect gone wrong because it's just old and bad. Isn't that just what a curse is? Just a magical effect? No, curses are designed to be bad. As as this uh, conversation carries you over the threshold past the uh, entrance gate, uh, it becomes moot as uh, Bella and Scarlet are disjoined. 
Ah, see. Oh, oh thank tell? God. What? Was it really that bad? <laughs> oh, you didn't enjoy being stuck to my hip for the past three hours while we were killed by <laughs> bugs and swords. We were most definitely killed. I bugs was, and swords and stuff, yeah. I, I was going to have a response, but Manuel, Manuel pretty much just kind of kind of covered it for <laughs> me. So. It literally exactly as you thought. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna. Well, I, I'm glad, that we, but I am also glad that we uh, learned to work together. Yeah, it was great. Bella <laughs> <sighs> learned nothing but Scarlet's all like starry eyed. It's like, I made a new friend. And Bella's like, oh my god, I'm so glad. Good work, <laughs> We can go for ice cream later. <laughs> Alright, uh, as the, uh, the day goes on, and, uh, camp is made, uh, and the, the sun comes up again, you can smell the sea air, uh, as the, the wind comes over the bay, and you know you're, uh, getting there, especially as the, the ground goes marshy and smells dank with rot. Uh, as, as marshes tend to be. Uh, I, I hope we don't run into the swampus out here. The what? The swampus. Yeah. The swampus. The what? Well, it's <sighs> it's the it's the uh, marsh marsh habitat sort of you know cousin species to the to the wampus, which lives in caves. But they're very similar physiologically. All is that. It, the is it the swamp version of the Krampus? No. The Krampus is like a fairy tale monster. Come on, we're, we're discussing things that actually exist here. Scott. All of these sound like fairy tale monsters to me. Shouldn't believe in any of that nonsense. Well, the, the Wampus, he's got. Mark says to the space elf and the dragon person and the dog. <laughs> the, the I'll believe what? in something the first time I see it and no sooner. Uh, except Redcaps. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I need to see him repeatedly to start believing. Looks towards red. Wampus is large <laughs> and has Look, I don't believe works. in anything that can't kill me. <laughs> the Wampus uh, is large. You don't have to believe in it anymore. That's a good way to live life. As as this conversation carries you over the uh, the ridge, you many can, hours of our lives. You, you can see that there is a uh, a fishing boat repairing its nets uh, down in the distance, you know, uh, anchored at at shore. We could charter a ride, maybe. We could steal it. No. Who's the could... owner? Preparing its nuts, huh? Uh, who's... You can see that uh, it is... Uh, uh, the, the tallest one is a guy in a hat. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're still high over the ridge. You, you... Manuel's like, this is my kind of guy. What race are they? As you get closer, they don't get oh, much oh. bigger. <laughs> are they, they look... Do they look... You know, trustworthy. Oh, just, you know, I, I would trust him implicitly, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I, as a personal opinion, I love these guys. Because they're nice. Yo, this guy, I trust I him with my life. This I guy assume. goes above and beyond duty. <laughs> I mean, I assumed I they were they're... short people, and not just humans who are immune to the effects of perspective. Either <laughs> goblins, or, or like, orcs, or something like that. We probably shouldn't approach them like the same way we would if they were human as as hey as you get closer the uh their tone of voice and you you start making out their facial features especially you margaret uh with your keen elven eyes uh, 
can, you can see they are most definitely gnomes. Oh, God. This is even worse. We should take him out in this distance. It's goblins, guys. <laughs> oh, it's goblins. Hey. How's it going? Ah, uh, those are clearly gnomes. Uh, the, the, the one who's cooking lunch waves back. I... Goblins do not cook. They just scoop stuff off the ground and put it in their mouth. They are cooks. And at that, everyone's reminded of Nav and it gets sad. Oh. I approach the boat. Uh, Alright, fish cleaning lunch prep guy uh, gets up from his potato peeling duties and comes over to shake a hand and say, hey, uh, what are you doing in these parts? Well, we just so happens that we uh, are looking for a ride. Oh, great. Uh, any of you handy with a net? Sure. No. How do you know a net? It's a little fisherman humor. Gnomes. I'm telling you, goblins. I don't totally get the joke. <laughs> that it's Annette is a is a, a female's name as well as oh, I, I understand a, a net is an object used to catch fish in the <laughs> sea ocean. I, I understand the the wordplay. I I appreciate it. Uh, the wordplay that you did. Great, great to hear it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a we've got a handyman on our on our team here. Right, Mint. What? <laughs> and uh, we have an experienced sailor too. I just ringed yeah. up. Yeah. You know all those engineers you see on Deadliest Catch. <laughs> and, uh, in any case, uh, I'm the, uh, the quartermaster on this ship, uh, named Tony, and, uh, I think we might be able to work something out, but, you know, I don't speak for, uh, the boat. Just saying, just saying there's a chance. Uh, yeah. I'm just really happy to see you guys. We've been, uh, out on the seas for three weeks. <laughs> It's a little lonely, wow. just the same uh, four guys to talk to. Oh, well, well pleasure to meet you, Tony. I'm I'm Bella Canto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Real uh, appreciator of wordplay. Huh. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yep, yep. Wordplay is <laughs> That's real cool. Manuel. Right? Yep, I made my own name. <laughs> I'm Rep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> At the end of the scene, is Rip just walked up saying, "I'm Rip." <laughs> I'm Rip, scene transition. Is that his name or is that a I'm Rip, Star White. Uh, Alright, Tony introduces you to the rest of the crew. There, uh, we have Smitty. It's his first uh, time at sea. Uh, he's uh, working uh, to send money back to, to his sister uh, after they were orphaned recently. He doesn't like to talk about it. Oh, I sympathize with him. And, uh... The uh, the brothers, uh, I don't even know what they're called. Gabby and Jay. <laughs> Gabby and Gabby Jay. Jay. Gabby Jay. Never mind. What? <laughs> what? What's the matter? Fuck you, Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I didn't catch what happened. I don't think. I don't know what Baltimore has to do with any of this. One of I them have... is named Baltimore. Okay. Okay. The other, the other one is named Challenge Pissing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real name. <laughs> Big Bill Hell. <laughs> Excuse me. 
too many references that nobody is getting. Let's move on. The Nameless Brothers. Yeah, Mike and Flint, the Nameless Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't... It's like when you call call a big guy tiny. (laughs) These guys have names, so they're... They're known as the Nameless Brothers. The Actually, nameless. I, I think Mike usually goes by Stone, so you can be like, hey, meet my brothers, Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's their what? surname. No relation. Is someone talking to me? Uh, oh, they're... What? We kid, but this is basically all gnomes do in their, uh, in their day, basically. No, no it's not. You'll be finding out what it's gnomes do really, in their day. It's really not, Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Have we... Have we so, actually... uh, so where are you guys headed, anyway? Uh, well, they're, uh, we're uh, about halfway through our uh, ship out. We're uh, going to land in... I should get a map out. Uh, probably Oakport is close to us. <laughs> but we probably don't want to go there. The plan is to take our catch into a uh, little village not too far from here. It's uh, on the outskirts of Glitterhagen. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, then, you know, fill up again, sell off again. We're trying to make our way all the way over to the fish markets of Santa Cora, but, uh, could be hmm. persuaded to go otherwise, if it's, uh, in our best interest. We were hoping to go a bit, uh, a bit east. Yeah? I mean, we do need to stock our manor's fridges for all these people. When I say fridges, I do, of course, not mean that. That would be silly. Cellars. Our cellars. We do need to stock our, our cellars, cellars for all of these employees that we're gathering. Well, actually, it's funny you should mention that because um, Tran told me about this idea she had one time. Uh, she called it she called it freezers, and it was a little silly, <laughs> I thought. But it was like the idea of like being able to to like perpetually like trap like like ice. Yeah. You would simply enchant a box with a freezing spell. Ah, you mean an ice box. We have those those in Horizon. You simply trap an ice spell within a uh, contained uh, area, and you can store pretty much anything in it, as long as it isn't damaged by prolonged exposure to cold. Yeah, including uh, the dead bodies of your test subjects, freaky wizards. (laughs) But what if I told you that you could do that without any ice magic? I was like, what? Nah, I don't believe it. Nah, that'll never work. I fifty oh, fifty. Yeah. Get out of here. So what? Are you are you paying us off to be your ferry drivers or what? Says Flynn. Sure. In, in the middle of all yes. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could you know also, get, also, your... also also lend our hands, you know. Yeah. We certainly won't mind helping out on the ship along the way. All right, where are you headed? Let's see here. Is what is the nearest town to the manor? Flint, uh, well, I mean the. The nearest city would be Drakenhall, but I mean, the Queen's Wood does go straight up to the coast. Yeah. Let's see. Well, well, the place we're going to is in the Queen's Wood, so it's sort of in between, not quite as far as Drakenhall. Ah, uh, the Wake Islands, then. Somewhere, Some, somewhere, somewhere around there. Somewhere in the, in the, yeah, I, I really yeah, wish there, I had a map right there. now. <laughs> I have a map. I thought you all had the map. Do you have a map that I can look at? Because I don't, I don't have, I never got one saved actually. <clears throat> Let me see. It's a savable map that I can look at. My screen is in use. It cannot be yeah, used to true. look at things. I'll take care of this map fiasco. 
Oh, and also, I guess, uh, I don't know where Equinox Manor is in relation to the map. I got it. So Okay, cool, thank you. So I'm guessing, uh, well, Concord is probably the closest city to it. Yeah, but why are you worried about a city when you can get even closer than that? Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, for a reference on the map when the, we look at it. The, the dude knows where the ocean goes. I'm, this is like tabletop. <laughs> okay. So we were. We're on this map, though. Would you would you say is like closest to um, Equinox Manor? Like, is it close to the Wake Islands then, or because I don't actually know. I never got like perspective. If it's like close to the court it's, or um, south port or. Let's say I mean, it's it's around it uh that that river there. It's near the river. It's um, so the south part of the court then, or like around where it's like the gold leaf. Yeah. Like okay. You, you see that uh, town, unnamed town marked nearest the label of the gold leaf? Yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's say that that's Equinox. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, so around, around the Wake Islands. All right. Around, uh, uh, Queenswood. Hike where we're headed. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not the shortest journey. It's pretty much the entire length of the Midland Sea, but uh, the price mm-hmm. is right. I mean... We're businessmen, after all. Sure. All right, so that's going to run you for the... Uh, he, he does this a head count. Uh, <laughs> for the eight of you, uh, it's going to be, uh, say, 2,000 gold. 2,000 gold. Mm-hmm. All told. 250 ahead? All right. Seems Two pretty excessive, thousand. but I suppose we can't complain. How many yes, this, is, this is a fishing boat. Let's see, are there... What are your mattresses? Are they goose down or duck feather? <laughs> Fish scale. Uh, that does not We seem. mostly roll in hammocks around here, though we only brought about six. You know, you, one each and two spares, so... Uh, here wants to haggle. Here fancies themselves some sort of, you know... What? what I just love that Manuel's expecting this, like, luxury. It's like... Is the wine bar stocked at all times? So you can take it, or you can, you know, hike. No, that sounds perfectly miles. fair. All right, uh, maybe throw in a little discount if we like you at the end. <laughs> no one's gonna haggle at all. What? No one. You can haggle if you, you like. Haggle? Do I seem like the kind of person who'd be good at haggling to you, Scarlet? <laughs> Do I strike you as like a, as a beacon? Of all charisma? right, who's who here thinks that I'd be good at haggling? Hey, who you can never I, know until I have you try? You sound like you were already getting ready to. Yeah. If you want to, Manuel. No, not... No, it was Margaret. I'll pay. I wasn't. I was just being sarcastic. Well, in any case, then, uh, with no haggling to be done, uh, I mean... Just ask Audriel to haggle. I don't know. Oh my god, just let it go, Margaret. She would have done a great job, but it's too late now. Um, it's fine, don't worry about I'm it. I'm just surprised that nobody uh, said anything about him counting uh, 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 Mercury. But okay. That's fine, I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> I view Mercury as a valued member of the team. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, how so? I mean, it's up to Rip, because, or it's up to Rip or Mercury, because I'm, I'm paying for myself. Too I'm late, the deal is signed. Whatever. Well, yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm paying Wait, 250 gold it? for my own self, and not for him. <laughs> oh, we're good. Mercury right, can let's... earn his keep. 
When do we uh when do we set off then? You have set off. Uh well, that <laughs> we were already there. Like we were arguing so long about whether or not we were going to haggle. Oh, that was across the entire no wonder world. they charged us two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh hold on, hold on. I do yeah. have a I do have a proposition. You know, I uh I'm a bit of a well known musician and I could uh I could I'm pretty well known for being able to control the winds with my music, so, you know, fair winds all the way there. <laughs> I might be lying. I might not be. I've seen her do it once. I probably do a wind thing. One time I yelled off of the back of the boat, and it went fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is connectedly, if I recall. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. This guy's a world-class yeller. You just listen. For like three seconds, you'll want him to stop. In any case, uh, as you set off uh, to unload the fish to make some elbow room in the boat, uh, Mm. something happens in that fishing village. Rip, what is it? What? Something happens in the fishing village. What, What happened, Rip? Sahagan. Sahagan? There was Sahagan yeah. in the fishing village? Yeah. Mint, how did uh, the party... Uh, what, what, what did you do to help smooth this over? The Sahagan crisis? Well, you know that, like, random weird-looking thing that I thought was probably cursed that I took from Disney's land? Yeah. Turns out that this is something that was originally taken from the Sahagan by the people building Disney's land, so I just, like, say, like, hey, you can have this. I found it. Oh, see, they, they were just looking for uh, their lost idol of uh, They're just trying to find their lost piece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I willingly give them their lost piece. They're missing rainbow scale. <laughs> well, after that, Mint, uh, there's something that... Uh, there, there's some strife that came up between the crew. Uh, who Who's having troubles? <laughs> what, what happened with that? Uh, these, so, these four uh, sailor gnomes, four. F- Fisher sailor gnomes. I, um, Tony thinks that Flint is slacking off. Oh snap! Uh, not pulling his weight. I mean, there there was a huge fight. It was about to come to a head at the worst possible time. Scarlet, how did you resolve this uh, interpersonal uh, uh, crisis? Hmm. Well, I try to be diplomatic about it, and I say, "Look, like the seas are dangerous. We 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 can't afford to be fighting at a time like this. You're really gonna let you know one little disagreement jeopardize the whole ship?" All right. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And to drive home the point, uh, Scarlet kicked up some uh, nasty weather of her own. So that they were forced to band together. <laughs> I cast lightning from the sky right next to the ship. <laughs> Great he offered job. Flint the mage hand to help pull his weight. <laughs> uh, but Scarlet, that wasn't the last thing that happened. It seems uh, that out on the open seas, uh, you just that the boat came across something that was not uh, expected—an uncharted something. What was that? Hmm. Could it be a ghost ship? A ghost ship? Of course it was a ghost ship. 
Manuel, how nobody charged those? How are you instrumental in uh, the the adventure of the ghost ship? The adventure of the ghost ship. Well, of course, I finally noticed that this ghost ship was the was the ship of an ancient decadent gala. So of course, I was able to finally arrange us to have a a ball with these ghosts. <laughs> nobody said they were evil. It was a party boat. You it was a party, party boat. boat. It was a. It was a it was a decadent party ghost. flying yeah, Dutchman party, party boat. Exactly. No such thing as ghost ships. Especially not of course, party ghost ships. I am, of course, one who is always ready for a gala. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first ghost gala that we've been to. <laughs> remember. It, it's true. We, <laughs> I've been to one. And uh, after the, uh, the ghost gala was concluded, something happened that made you all wish that Nav was still around. What was that, Manuel? Oh, you... St- <laughs> Of course, they ran out of food. You know, <laughs> they are ghosts. They couldn't really cook yeah. anything for us, so we were just looking at all this ghostly banquet, and you know, ghost no, snacks. No nav was here to to cook for us. Ghost crudite. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bella, as uh, as you were all starving from the lack of corporeal uh, uh, nibbles, uh, how how did you uh, get past this and even help? Take the gnome. Help the crew, uh, help the party get past their uh, their sadness at Nav's departure. I'm sorry, Margaret. Did you want to take this one? No. <laughs> to have go an ahead. answer. Go, go uh, ahead. Well, I mean, I mean, there, there is they're edibles. There's just not, you know, not things that any of us can deftly cook into something edible. So I guess mm. they're not really edibles, but they're, they're <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly edibles. They're in fact the, the opposite. Edibles to be. Um, but, uh, you know, Bella, Bella sang a, um, a very inspiring tune to kind of get everyone on the ship together to, uh, to prepare a sort of salvageable meal together. You know, you gotta do the cooking by the book. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my what? god. Yes. 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 <laughs> Stop this nonsense immediately. All right. yes. <laughs> After this making everyone feel better by singing Nav's favorite song. <laughs> it's canon. It's absolute favorite the song. DM said it, it's canon. Yep. It's canon. Absolutely 100%. <laughs> After singing Nav's favorite song to uh, not only organize the kitchen, but also. Uh, remember the good times instead of the possibility of sad times in the future. Uh, then there was uh, a hostile force encountered. Uh, what what was that uh, uh, force, Bella? A uh, hostile force. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to say it, whatever it is. <laughs> oh no! An enemy ghost ship that was mad that they didn't get invited to the other ghost. Ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, those oh, no. stuck-up ghost cows! And they heard that we got to go. <laughs> oh man! A lot of bunch of capoils on their pony boat, but not us. Well, Margaret. Uh, remember that time you were on this boat facing down a, a ghost ship motivated by the unholy jealousy from beyond the grave? 
<laughs> no, there's no such thing as ghost ships. We're all just having too much swamp gas. We just need to sit and calm down. How are, you, how are you instrumental in overcoming this obstacle? I just try and get everybody, to, you know, to just overcome their hysteria for a minute and just, you know, take in some fresh air. You know, we dock the boat for a minute, everyone sit down, you know, just take a few breather. Everybody have some water after that weird food we just ate. Bella's From that ship that you don't believe exists? You know, then we'll just just relax and try and, you know, get ourselves back in a good place. Oh, okay. How did you address our problem at all? <laughs> no such thing as ghost ships. And the ghost ship did not They exist. were literally on one. And in this it's case, Margaret was exactly right. What? Yeah. I'm telling you. As calmer heads prevail and the daylight uh, breaks through, it was simply swamp gas. Uh, but not... <laughs> Not just any swamp gas. It, it was uh, drifting off the coast of Omen, where uh, they say no man lives without going mad before quite too long. It was really jealous, swamp gas. <laughs> <laughs> there swamp gas was, was jealous of the ship, Just somewhere else. Yeah, we were, we were having a party on it. You were there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Both the sides are making compelling arguments. Well, uh, <laughs> as you went on, Margaret, uh, the uh, uh, sailors found uh, what seemed like a perfect landing spot uh, on the shore of the Queen's Woods near the Wake Islands, but there was something wrong with it. What exactly was wrong with this... Uh, 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 Elephant trading post up the coast. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Just as soon as we stopped, they came to trade supplies with us. Not a, not even a moment of rest. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Manuel, how were you instrumental in uh, dealing with these very pushy elven traders? Manuel? He is typing. It was Manuel at the start of the chain. Huh. Oh dear. We're about to have the call drop. Oh no. Yeah, it happened. Oh, okay, we're about to have the call back. Awesome. Okay, we got it back. So yeah, Manuel, uh, your seemingly perfect landing spot was actually uh, right next to an elven trading post who are being a bunch of pushy, nosy fellers. How were you instrumental in uh, getting through that uh, uh, faux pas? Did it, did it happen <laughs> again? Coming back. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was it was being weird for me. Okay. So how was I instrumental in? Hmm. Well, of course, I offered them some of these delicious and existing ghost uh, hors d'oeuvres that we had concocted. And elves are are all as always. If anything, they are foodies. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I said well that if said. they would... If... <laughs> yeah, Margaret, it wasn't that much of an insult. So I said if I would let them try some of these once-in-a-lifetime hors d'oeuvres, if, uh, you know, they would try and be a little more hospitable. All right. Uh, and luckily they were delicious. The, uh, the, uh, the, the missed food off the, the jealousy coast of Omen is... <laughs> actually something of a delicacy uh, and it's rare for a ship to be met with such fair weather that it can get to the coast of the Queen's Wood in time before it, it dissipates uh, 
So, I think with that, uh, Mike and Flint give each other a wink, and uh, they they knock it down. The the ghost rides free, uh, and <laughs> and so uh, let's call that say sixteen hundred for the lot of you. Hmm. Yeah, not too shabby. You got four hundred. Still not off. paying Mercury share. Well, good. His two hundred fifty was the first thing to come off. <laughs> okay, so we're doing two hundred apiece. That doesn't yeah. seem fair. Just getting directly paying for whatever. Oh are my you, goodness! Are you gonna cry about it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Alright. Oh, let's, let's go to Equinox Manor! Okay. Yeah. Turns out fish scale mattresses are comfier than they sound at first. <laughs> so it's alright. Uh, alright, uh, you're now back in familiar territory, more familiar to some of you than others, but you've all been around here before. Uh, it's the path you're taking uh, from the shore to Equinox uh, does cross with uh, the uh, burned out uh, scar left by that uh, uh, fire basilisk. Mm. Uh, oh, right. So we well, handled that well. The, the memories here aren't all good ones, but they are of a victory in the end. Uh, you see the, uh, the groups who are there to uh, you know heal the forest. Uh, there are villagers who you recognize. Maybe not the people you interacted with, but people that you saw in passing back in the realm of Wildstar, in this region of the wood. And, uh, you know, the word of your return will surely be hitting the rumor mill before long. Okay. And uh, about two, three days, you uh, get to the uh, good old Equinox, uh, rising as it did before, although now uh, Bella's really excited to, to have you look at it now that it's been fixed up uh you know well, this it, is nice it's not hardly haunted at all compared to last time you were here <laughs> it's barely yeah. haunted it's really flashy and like you it's, know pretty now yeah there's, there's uh she's gone for slap some new know, paint I, on fix up the holes in the roof uh it's been gone for a couple months now so yeah i mean even you're uh, surprised to see the improvements that have been made with your instructions left behind to uh, Padraic, your uh, uh, stone golem butler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all the all the hired help and stuff has been has been um, working very hard and to dress up the manor and make it really functional sure. and flexible. In fact, speaking of Padraic, he is the first one to meet you uh, at the door. He just happens to have a sense of when uh, the master of the house returns. Uh, although, uh, as he's greeting you, he's, uh, Welcome, welcome back, Bellicanto, and your companion. So nice for you to return. We've missed you such a great day. And that's when the door busts open and Associate Director Peppercorn is also there. Oh, yes! You're back! Oh, God, it's the ass Dr. Peppercorn. (laughs) What did you call him? Uh, Associate Director. 
I try. I demanded my name tag say associate director. Well, hey, going, ass doc. Mr. Peppercorn, there simply wasn't room. The font would have to be ridiculously small. Don't tell me that my old name tag fit the whole world. Well, we do things differently here in Equinox. <laughs> you can tell that this is a fight that they've had on and off for the last few months. And I'm yeah. fine with this. Possibly I'm not even it. off, just intermission. Alright, cool it, ass doc. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so can we, leave, can we leave the broadcasting orb in the Equinox manner and just broadcast real-world Equinox? <laughs> Bella kind of clears her throat and rolls her eyes, and she's like, it's uh, good to see you again, too, Dr. Peppercorn, or Director Peppercorn. Dr. Peppercorn. Dr. Director. Dr. Yes. Uh, this arrived for you not too long ago, about two weeks. Uh, he, uh, from behind his back, Padraic, uh, uh, produces a muffin basket. Uh, the muffins have all been eaten. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, they would have been quite disgusting. Yeah, I mean, two, two weeks. Ago, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a nice basket. But you can tell <laughs> that it, it was very thoughtful and the note is still there. It is from uh, Ambassador Mulberry of Forge. Oh, mm-hmm. oh huh. how nice. Saying how much he enjoyed uh, your time together and to say hello to your friend Mint as well. Oh, how nice. <laughs> I actually have... It is it is good to see most of you again, but I actually have to very... It, I have a, one little urgent thing that I need to take care of real quick, and then I'll be right back. He says with like an armful of chairs. I, I have to put the <laughs> chairs in the chair room, okay? This is important. <laughs> this is Mint important. Specifically commissioned one room for spe- just for uh, his uh, chairs. Just, you I just imagine like whatever, like you're a kid, you know, and you come home and you just got a new toy and you're really eager to like go run and like try it out or whatever, like a new game. Kind of, kind of like, like just the amount of excitement that he has is like he's got these chairs. He's really got to, you know, put them in the chair room. As, I get as, enough of these chairs, the chairs will start making sense. As uh, Mint blows by Pedraic with his uh, load of chairs, he says, And yes, the uh, recent uh, new hires arrived uh, just a few days before you did. They're settling in nicely, and we cut immediately to Mint, uh, his footsteps echoing through the reception hall as uh, five doors open up, each one revealing uh, one of your friends. Da, da, da. We have Cactus, hey. Tran, Slampy, and the oh, day floors all uh, just oh. hear the sound of... I'm uh, taking away that Beowulf phone because it's so badly drawn. They, they all hear unusual footsteps that aren't, uh, uh, you know, project members or Pedraic's literal stone footfalls. Algernon is the first to stand in Mint's way saying, hold on there! Who goes there? Let him chairs. put the chairs down. The chairs. Uh, oh, oh, it's you. I I got two more chairs. So now I have three chairs. That's oh, three times as many as before. One second. I had one chair, now there will be three chairs. These chairs That's are like an solid, increase right? of 200% in chairs. <laughs> I need to inspect these chairs. Algernon is sure he's seen a chair like this around here somewhere, but isn't really sh- sure which room. It's kind of just a normal chair to him. I know where the chairs go. They go in the chair room. 
it's pretty simple to understand once you understand what a chair is and what Beowulf a room is and that there's a chair in the room. Beowulf just sort of shoves Algernon out of the way and says, oh, they have a room for you this way. Of course, the chair room. It's like, uh, the, for the chairs. The, Algernon takes his security job chair. very seriously. The ballroom with the painting and the chair is not, uh, God damn it! It's a good thing we are only doing a call graph backup instead of a call graph main. Oh, it's back. Oh, uh, no, we lost poor weather and Eliza. Great. I mean, not great, but hey, alright, we're back now. That's okay. great. Oh, yeah. Recording is still going? Uh, yes, it is. Yep. Okay. Call okay. graph is like even still back. going. Cool. Ah, is I anybody not that. back? Uh, Wolf shirt? Uh, looks like our connection to virtual Abby has been de- de- defeated. Well, please join again. Mm-hmm. Bella has managed to, so everyone else should be able. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good to go. Okay. Should, should I stop my recording or anything? Or just no. Speak? No. no. That would make things do not do that. Worse. That would make things worse. Uh, okay. is, is Wolf Shirt back? Oh, he, he just said that he had to, oh, he had to step go. away for a second. Oh, okay. okay. Well, anyway. in the meantime, as I was saying, which you may or may not have heard, uh, Beowulf uh, is more clear on what chair that is from his memory of the layout, and uh, directs Mint to the ballroom, where the original uh, chair encounter was. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's not the quite the way Mint remembers getting there, but back when he was here, the place was folding in on itself like a weird uh, Escherian nightmare. So, mm. that's to be uh, understood. Factory. Yeah. The three chairs together uh, seem quite nice. The portrait is no longer there. It, is, it was purged in the ghost hunt. But to the attic. Wrong. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna need that back. Uh, <laughs> that that that's part of what ties the whole chair room together. Beowulf is on it. Sure. Right. Well, that's good. The chair room needs to be haunted. As the head of security, he uh, must make sure that everything is. It's not uh, haunted. Correct. It's revealing its secrets to me. It's not a haunting, it's just, it's just really mediocre. Just, it's just a room full of chairs, what's even the point? It's hardly you a ballroom anymore, you can't have a ball. You need to give the chairs time to have a ball. <laughs> In any case, uh, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Algernon is coming. coming, Algernon's gonna go out and he's going to, uh, give, uh, these, uh, what is his name, Patty and pepper pots here. Yeah. A, a, a word about leaving the premises unguarded. Oh my god. Hmm. Margaret is probably reminding Bella about the thing she needs to do when we get here. The thing that with you Aud- need to do? With Audriel? No, but that Bella needs to do. Yeah, sign her Employ position. Audriel. I'm, and yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I mean, she's already employed, but we gotta find a position for her. Peeking her yeah. head inside and just listening to uh, Pedraic and Peppercorn bicker, she, uh, uh, 
uh, sorry, I dragged the wrong pod, but uh, <laughs> Audriel uh, goes over to Margaret and uh, says very quietly, can I please just be house manager? These people are a nightmare. They're, they're not going to get anything done. Hi, Margaret just looks to Bella. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if that, that seems like a pretty good fit for you, to be honest. Um, I think I had already planned on oh. uh, offering you some some kind of you know comparable position, something that uh, um, comes with Head comes with house. authority. You, you've you know you've proven to be very trustworthy and authoritative. So absolutely, that sounds like a perfect fit. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> she uh, holds out something for uh, Bella to initial. <laughs> Already prepared uh, on her clipboard. Bella finds it. All right. Uh, she flashes the clipboard to Padraic and Peppercorn, yeah. snaps, points at both of them, points inside, and they just follow her in. <laughs> <laughs> Staff meeting, ten minutes. That's exactly what Equinox Manor needed, her mom. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, do we do we do we get rooms in the manor for ourselves? It's a big ass manor. Yeah. Have you been sleeping on the floor, Beowulf? Or Algernon? I, that was Scarlet talking. But... Uh, it... Have you been sleeping? P- Pedraic is on the job it's as huge, butler. It's a, it's a huge place, Scarlet. Yeah. This is the point where Beowulf would come out and give everyone a key to their own personal room. <laughs> okay. Actually, Scarlet. Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet. Yes. I think mm-hmm. I need you to maybe help me with something with this orb. Oh. I want okay. I want to reverse it. I want I want it to go the other way. Cuz right because it was that everyone could see around the orb, but now I want to spy on everyone who was watching via the orb. I want oh. to turn the tables, flip the chessboard, as it were. Hmm. Wouldn't, Do you want to make it in the into game of chessboard? No, 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 not like that. You mean turn it around like a 180 degrees? Yeah, oh, okay. so that, like, you thought you were winning and I was losing, but in fact we were on the opposite team that we thought we were, and now I am winning. Okay, yeah. no, I understand. I'm- I thought... For a moment, you just were ruining the whole the whole. No, test. your concern is understandable because okay, because he's done both. Like yeah. <laughs> I I really tried to explore the design space of chess. Like literally <laughs> yeah. taking their place. I don't know if that would be a valid chess move. In any case, uh, everyone does have a furnished bed, uh, clean sheets. Padraic has been uh, expecting this sort of thing, and a. I mean, his buttling, he, he's just in his element right now. He finally gets to do the job he was built for. Uh, he finally has a chance to good. buttle. It's been a long, long time since this dude buttled. So let's uh, let's unpack and get started. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I will oh, remind it's... you some goals you set for yourself this session before we began. Uh, that you plan mm-hmm. to hit up uh, Regulus, the Flying Realm, in order to get at its cog. 
so you gotta read about may um, want to look up uh, how to locate it its history its inhabitants anything else a way to get there etc dangerous yeah and then also um bella has some kind of manner keeping things to do obviously she wants to um probably write a letter back to um mulberry Mm-hmm. Also wants to share the technology that um, she had found with uh, with Tran, kind of just say like, hey, you know, I got these got these scraps where we went to you know Disney's land and uh, mm-hmm. thought they thought they might be fairly functional for um, I don't know some sort of moving vehicle. Considering, uh, by the way, our boat, um, Sli- the is, keel was no- sliced into. No longer really much of a boat. Not a boat. <laughs> Dang new cut. Not, not a boat. much of a boat. Not no. a boat. So uh, I, was, I was, you know, wondering if you could maybe help us uh, come up with a new form of uh, of transport travel transportation. Uh, Trans got a nod for you and a bit of a twinkle uh, as she walks away and says, "Yep, I'm on it." You can tell that this is something she's been hoping. To, to have an excuse to, to move up on the priority list. So, uh, so Tran, since she's arrived, um, kind of, because Peppercorn's been there for a while now. He didn't have very far distance to move. Right. But, um, Tran, since she, since she, this, since she's arrived, has been, uh, kind of saying, like, oh, hey, well, you know, what are you guys working on? Oh, space travel. That sounds pretty cool. Let me help out. So, you know, they've been kind of kicking around, um, some different, Prototypes. It, it, right now, they don't have anything that's even like remotely functional for space travel. But they're still, you know, working on like prototype engines that they hope to iterate and stuff to eventually reach that. So I'm, I'm, I, you know, she's got something pretty cool in mind. Mm-hmm. Regular travel. So, um, let's, in case anybody, but before we get to that major point, uh, let's, I'm just going to go down the list and see if anybody has any side things they want to do here in the house. So, um, let's, I'm just going to do this in order. So, Bella, back to, uh, you want to take care of that note to Mulberry, you said? Yeah, and, and also, um, I just, I guess I just thought about it, um, how, I mean, Graham, we don't just have to, we can just ignore it, but how, how is, uh, Bella paying everyone that she's employed? What is, like, the income that, how, how does, how does Equinox Manor sustain itself? That is totally to on the, uh, on new business in this staff meeting. <laughs> yeah, I was so, gonna say, uh, we haven't like, been paid for months. Uh, well, no, I she, mean, she she has money. I mean, and there there is the, some money that she's the project with, but... is um, self sustaining. They they just want to work in your house, but yeah. all these other people you're adding uh, used to yeah, have a bakery. There was a difference between uh. there was a there was a a restoration team that was more of like for the history of what was Equinox Manor, um, and so that was yeah self sustaining kind of thing. But then yeah, now it's becoming a headquarters and it needs to be able to um, Produce, generate yeah. some sort of you know income to, to pay its uh, employees so 
eventually Algernon will get over his starstruckness of being working for Grant Hansom and think, wait a minute, I should probably have get money at some point. Well, he'll, <laughs> he'll probably be receiving money at some point anyway. It's not like she just was like, yeah. okay, well, this guy sucks and he's already obsessed with us, so just let him, you know, let him work for a while, too. Alright, so I, I guess delay that one for now then, or okay. think a little bit more about that question later? Scarlet, uh, is there anything Scarlet is going to get up to before we uh, oh, yeah, move I have forward a... plot-wise? Yeah, I have a few things I want to do, actually. Obviously, the, uh, catching up with my brothers. Uh, again, uh, they seem to be doing well. Uh, it looks like Beowulf is taken up head of security. Now Shannon is sort of like also like security, but he's not he's not the one in charge. He seems like more the guy who's like patrolling around, ordering people, hey, stay out of that. You know. Mm-hmm. He's the hall monitor. <laughs> That's what I say to make him angry. <laughs> he takes it very seriously. Probably too seriously. But um I want to... I actually had a couple of ideas of things that I want to do. Uh, so there is a... Presumably there is an extensive library in this manor. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty of old, uh, ancient uh, tomes. And, of course, they, they've moved in the, uh, the project's research library as mm-hmm. well. Ah, and there's... Presumably there's a lot there's of... A, there's a uh, weird mix of old and new and not much in between. And presumably there's some uh, magical stuff there too oh yeah okay uh first thing i want to do is i want to see if i can work up a way to contact the man the manor from afar like say we are out on a uh, trip and we need to get in touch with somebody here uh maybe we could work up some sort of like uh like with some magic scrying orb that we got got that orb yeah Yeah, that seems like like a a way we could uh, use that that same seems uh, like a natural tool for the job yeah like i'm willing to donate my orb to this cause well mint has his plans for it so maybe maybe i could just find a way to uh also just said yeah Mm. i'm saying maybe you could uh reverse engineer that spell and make it into something that i could uh basically use it to call the manor or they could call us if they need to yes uh, that seems like a, a worthwhile project to work on, since we're having a little bit of downtime. Okay, Mar- Scarlet will be working on that. Margaret, uh, you're in your friend's house. Which- Margaret doesn't have much use for this place; she doesn't really care for it all that much. Seems, you know, location and also the fact that it's too whimsical. It's not really <laughs> it's too whimsical. Well, you know, Margaret, you have your own room. You could just make it as rugged as you'd like, just to remind you of the Empire. You can't just like it doesn't make it, but. <laughs> you can't be a ship perpetually sailing in a storm and expect to be comfortable, you know? Hey, you, you looking to start something? I'm not looking to start anything. Back off. Good. Okay. <laughs> uh, hired to keep my eye on you. Calm down. Like. So now, uh, Mint. <laughs> Margaret, oh, wait, I was going to say one okay, thing. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Margaret is probably going to spend most of her time here just making sure everything's good for Audriel because she kind of pities her having to work here for a very long time. This seems to be kind of weighing on her conscience. So she's going to just, you know, make sure everything is in order and make sure she can be content with everything. Okay, uh, she... she's come up with a scheme for uh, licensing minor uh, developments that the project creates uh, as well as... Uh, uh, selling anything uh, marketable that Tran comes up with. Uh, they even batted around an idea of Slamby doing some sort of weird sideshow 
or inviting people over and telling them the place is still haunted, but it's just Slamby. Um, <laughs> what was like Slamby doing here? Oh, for... making himself useful. I hope. <laughs> the garbage. We can send Slamby down to yeah. the trading post and have him just. As you can see, every... he's clearly possessed. <laughs> and uh, maybe Cactus could be of help. Oh, Cactus is the groundskeeper, obviously. Yeah. Perhaps he could uh, grow uh, uh, food. I mean, yeah, nothing grows quite uh, in quite like it does in a ghost garden. A formerly haunted garden. It's great. She's bringing some efficiency to this place, which is a good thing, although I think it's ultimately a lost cause. But, you know, it's good hey, to try it. I mean, by the, <laughs> no problem. by the end of the day, you see Audriel has, like, a clearly defined org chart. Uh, <laughs> you know, Margaret, uh, I, it's been a pleasure working with you, but I think ultimately just, just this partnership is a lost cause. <laughs> so I think... We appreciate everything you've done for us, but, uh, you know. So, uh, you want so... me to sleep outside? Fine. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's Mint up to before like, we reconvene in the group? Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so, um, I guess I, I've donated Mark. my orb to the cause of the orb machine. I probably uh, won't need to destroy it or anything. But... Well, yeah, but you'll use it for the thing, so I'm not... We could like... obtain a second orb. I'm sure there's an orb somewhere that we Yeah, but it feels awesome if we specifically use the orb that we stole. I could make it... Very like, true. Rig up a second orb. So... I, I meant that I meant that it's kind of like if you have... If you're trying to do, like, a call, you know, like a two-way walkie-talkie, you gotta have two orbs. So yeah. I just thought... We could use it for both things. In any okay. case... So... Um, I want to kind of check in on how the space stuff is going. Also, I want to spend some time just with the chairs to see what else I can figure out with the chairs. Also, if I've gotten a letter back from Dr. Glenhill, because I sent her those stolen research documents a while ago, and I would kind of be interested if those have helped her at all. Okay, um... And again, I don't even know if she knows I'm here. But she can probably figure out that I'm here. I've been a pretty easy guy to find. Okay, first off, uh, going into the... Uh, there are the, the old uh, formal dining room, uh, as well as other uh, entertaining rooms, have been taken over by uh, project staff. And... This is one of the many sources of friction between Peppercorn and uh, Pedraic, as you know, these it's some of the most uh, historical and uh, uh, just beautiful workmanship in the entire manor, and now it's just that, and Pedraic is very unhappy. But they're also the rooms most suited to this purpose, so they're, what are you going to do? Well, what about the rooms where they were building the Orc King? Orc Lord. Those are creepy as shit. <laughs> Nobody likes them. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. You're not going into the scary basement, please. Spooktacular fun zone. Uh, but you do get, uh, while Peppercorn is browbeating you and trying to keep you out as a deserter and he still probably a murderer in his eyes, you do see that... Uh, there are uh, the, the silver arrow papers are all marked up with um, 
new uh, uh, additions, a lot of uh, double checks, you know, uh, security, redundancies, and uh, um, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, for observing things. Tell. Uh, did it? Huh? Yeah. Be a bit more specific. Diagnostics or what? Looking, spy, spying oh. on you, the the espionage. Oh, but you know, in, in a managerial sense. Oh, um, hmm. But you know Supervising. What yes, supervision. Surveillance. Yes, Sur- uh, surveillance uh, systems yeah. that were there not we in go. the original Silver Arrow. You uh, just said the secret room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was the chairs. The chairs, uh, once you put them together, they, uh, are just as comfy as they were before. You can, uh, seeing them all side by side, they are exactly as identical as you believe them to be. Perhaps even more identical, if that's possible. (laughs) They're more the same than ever. Showing, uh, the, uh, uh, unveiling the formerly, perhaps currently, haunted portrait to them also creates no uh, reaction. Not yet, anyhow. And as for uh, that letter, what, what was the uh, person's name again? Uh, Dr. Glenhale. Dr. Glenhale uh, has poured over the uh, those letters uh, from the Dawn of Sorcery that uh, the Blue discarded because they did not fit her needs at the time. Seemed like a dead end to her. Uh... Anyhow, when uh, th- this does patch up a hole in previous Arcano Matrix theory, uh, originally uh, the uh, fracturing uh, uh, of Arcano matrices was originally thought to be called by energy buildup, uh, uh, which causes heat, which causes the fracture. But it turns out the heat and fracture are unrelated, and it's actually the flow of arcane energy through space in certain configurations that causes the spatial fracture, bending the uh, physical materials of the arcana matrix. In theory, in a large enough scale, it could be used to cause a large enough spatial fracture inside the areas of the arcana matrix without actually breaking the physical parts of the matrix but devastating the area inside it, then again, that's only theory, and it's based on uh, notes the blues scribbled and discarded ages ago. So... Who knows? Who knows? That's how that all shook out. Rip. Okay, I mean, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, we're all dead, so we might as well try it. So, Rip. What? Is Rip going to get up to anything during this uh, split-up downtime, settle into uh, the bunk beds? Uh, Rip is currently talking to his idiot nephew. Uh, his, his idiot nephew is talking to Rip and also talking to something he pulled from his ear, and you're not sure which sentences to which of you. <laughs> Look, have you done anything useful since I sent you here? Uh, define useful. Not being an idiot, maybe? He just looks at you and doesn't even dignify that with a response. What have you done since you got here? Uh, we, I've got it all under control. And gives you a big wink, but it's like both no, eyes, so he's control. just sort of like <laughs> squishing his whole face up. I'll tell you what he's done. <laughs> what has he done? You know that whole creepy basement thing with all the dead snakes and 
orc tarts. Uh, yeah. Yeet, totally went down there. Alright. It was off limits. Okay, that's a good ballot par for the course. And then what? Well, somehow it's even creepier now. <laughs> I mean... What did you do? Oh, I just made lunch for everybody. What's the big deal? Lunch. What? I was being productive, like you said, Unk. I mean, I guess you're trying... Unk Rip? Rapunk? I'm gonna call you Rapunk. I don't like it. Hmm. Well, I, I give him a good slap on the helmet. Keep up the good work, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Manuel. <sighs> Manuel, you, you have memories of all these uh, old rooms back when they were haunted, being the first time you met all these folks. It, I have Except for the Manuel, folks you only met more recently than that. Manuel has mixed memories of all these rooms, uh, particularly the garden, which he's kind of, you know, been... He's been <laughs> skulking around, but he hasn't really been going in, you know. He did lose a hand there. So yeah, like that's... Apprehension. The... She's like, I promise you no one else has lost a hand. It got yeah. better. It got better, uh, but yeah, seeing the kind of the kind of the tension between Margaret and the rest of the household, and also the fact that his, you know, his copper bathtub doesn't keep the water at a perfect thirty-two degrees, he's probably just gonna go hang outside. <laughs> he likes it cold. Glad to see someone here has sense. Oh, sorry, I forgot you guys are all metric. Yeah, 30, 32 degrees Celsius. <laughs> 32 degrees Celsius, I mean. Being a shit being... Look, you're in the Empire, you use imperial <laughs> measurements. Tell me check up the tent. Nasty. Are, are uh, elves metric? Yeah, elves are on the metric system, that makes elves sense. Elves are definitely metric. Elves are definitely on the metric system, I can confirm this. <laughs> I, you can believe me, because I said so. Does he does he run into cactus in the garden? He's, he's usually has to make sure that nothing bad's I didn't go to the garden, I went outside. Oh. <laughs> what do you do outside? We're building a tent. I, we're bu- we're sing up the tent because Margaret doesn't want to sleep in the house because she had a fight. <laughs> it's, a, it's a foul place. <laughs> What's so not foul about it? Anyone. Hmm. Are you sure you're not just cranky? Cranky? Margaret, do you need, like, a snack? She told me to leave. <laughs> I don't have a choice in the matter. Are you gonna help me build this tent or what? It, Margaret has uh, absolutely no ability to detect sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a character no, point. Uh, Margaret is a person yeah, with man- means, and she does those means well and does not deviate from them. Alright, well, I guess Manuel helps to set up the tents. Good. Hopefully Margaret will sleep off this this little spat. My own personal bathtub isn't perfect. I'm going to set up a tent. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if I'm not going to live in... I can't... My my bath was not ice chilled. I am going to sleep in the mud. Listen! 32 what? degrees is actually you, warm. Okay? You give me this. I, just, I just like how Master. all or nothing Manuel is about his Yeah, lodgings. if he can't live in perfect luxury, he's going to sleep in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point if you don't have absolute perfect excess in luxury? Apparently, you live like animals here. <laughs> so I'm going to go 
Yeah, so that's what Manuel gets up to. <laughs> kind of sleep in the surrounding woods. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as you have uh, done that, uh, we reconvene, and uh, <laughs> uh, Tran finds you all and rolls out uh, some plans, uh, blueprints of Big something plans. that is listed as Codename Battlevan. Is that like an acronym, like B period, A period, T period, T Good period. lord, no, because if I say yes, I'll spend all night coming up with <laughs> what it stands for. Give me ten minutes. Actually, no, I was going to say, if you said yes, then I would say that there's currently no no meaning to the letters. It just looks cooler this way. <laughs> we, will, we will come up with that later. So we're all convening to take a look at the blueprints? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll make some space in the library. She starts by saying, "Okay, uh, I've been told some of your needs by uh, Bella and got to work on these preliminary sketches. Uh, I'm taking requests for uh, anything everybody wants, and I am now taking requests from you, the players, out of character. So uh, here's how this is going to work. Everybody is going to give me one thing your transport is good at." And a drawback. Now, if you can uh, invest something in it, like say, oh, this scrap I rolled a 30-something on, or, oh, I have this uh, icon die I want to invest, you're going to get a lot more leeway with the ability. And I might even be nicer about the drawback. For instance, uh, our first is that there is a nitrous-like sort of turbo boost with a... uh, well, uh, what do you call it? With a fuel that's incredibly rare. However, the first tank is full. That's thanks to Nav's uh, six with the priestess. Uh, wow. Also, um, uh, the, the, the Tran just slaps that on the table. Like, yeah, I've been working on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I don't know why I voiced oh. Tran like that. She's she's the merchant from Resident Evil 4. (laughs) When she's trying to make a point, she shifts her vocal cords to sound like that. (laughs) I mean, she can. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants with her voice. Changelings are crazy. Um, So, what what order are we going to do this in, Uh, I guess? I can just go the same old order I've been using. Order you used the, uh, you, you joined the table, which means Bella's first. Okay, um, did, th- does it already fly, or, or no? Is that a... Is Not that a yet, feature? it doesn't. Okay, well then, I think that it being an airship would be really cool and really useful and really beneficial to us, or for us getting to Regulus, because, you know, that's up in the sky, and so is our airship now, so... You will now have the only airship, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. I mean, the last time yeah. you were on an airship, it was kept in the air by a dozen uh, hooded dark priests muttering uh, just obscene things to nether gods, and then you, you it, it sort of crashed. Uh, yeah. If you recall. How about that? Yeah. Okay, uh, what's the drawback if it flies? Um, I'm taking suggestions because I don't want to stall us too long. I'm thinking, though. If anyone has an idea also, though, I'll gladly take it. Well, touches the ground even slightly. No. <laughs> nope. I think oh, that's a bit excessive. It can, how about, it can only go in a perfectly straight line in the air. 
Um, it yeah, basically no, uh, has to like build up speed on the ground, and then you just ramp it. it, it it's turning. It's turning capable. Oh, that'd be really cool. It must uh, it's, be ramped. It's it turning capabilities. Because I'm thinking it's kind of like a like the. It's more of like a jet propulsion kind of thing rather than you know, um, incredible like uh, like it's not like a regular. Have like That's magical like sails or magic whatever like that. Goofy. So if you want to go yeah. right, if you want to turn so, right, you basically have to like turn it ninety degrees and then fire, and then it'll start going right eventually. Yeah. So so I'm thinking something like that. Yeah, like limiting limiting its turning or like having to having to ramp it. All of those would be kind of viable side effects of it being jet propulsion and needing to take off. Okay, so. I'm gonna go with it needs an incredible uh, amount of speed to to be ramped into the sky. Okay. So that kind of means every time we have to take off, we gotta use the turbo probably See, also. See, it's, uh, it's compatible. Yeah. Okay, uh, and you're going to donate that, uh... Your yeah, scrap? My, my, yeah. Awesome. The, now that piece is actually uh, just... What what was it? How does it help it fly? What's the thing? What's the thing you found? Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> and we're back. Krug. 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 Ah, there we go. Everyone, what please rejoin Dave again. Oh yeah. no. Okay. It's a good thing we're recording our own audio this time. Oh yes. Yeah, that's great. Um, except that to rejoin Dave, I kind of have to turn off the recording. Why is that? Turn it back on. It doesn't let me open things when I'm recording. It's weird about what I can open and what so I can't. Insane. What's wrong with your computer? It's not. It's just the recording program kind of takes uh, priority over stuff sometimes. What What are you uh-huh. using? Just, uh-huh. just something. Don't worry about it. I'll <laughs> deal with it. I <laughs> found it on the back of a truck. I'm sure this will be fine. Five. Someone hasn't joined yet. My audacity is making some really weird lines like all over the place sometimes, so I don't know if it's going to be okay. That's fine. I hope it'll be okay. It's eh, like, that's okay. Oh that just means it hasn't drawn them in graphically. Your, your wave. There's, there's this part where it just like sort of dot, dots like up into the air and then sort of just dupes down over it'll and over again probably. really, really fast. It'll be fine. That's really yeah. well. probably when you sneeze. It'll when you sneeze. be fine. Hi. Well, we'll see. It's because it's only picking up when you speak, so it's going to spike. Oh, Manuel needs to yeah. join. We'll see the, uh, if it's fine. That, that's who still needs to rejoin Dave. Manuel. It's me. Okay. So, yes, um, and I, did. I was asking Bella. Bella. Wait, no. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right, let me just do nine. Okay. Go ahead, do everything you need to do. Okay, as I was asking Bella, what uh, what was that thing you salvaged, and how does it help with flight? Um, I think that it... My, what I imagined it was was that did, it was Did you take like it from a... the flight ride? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and because, and I mean, that made sense, you know, and, and Bella thought it could be useful for, like, space travel, which was, she knew was just an inevitable goal, so she kind of went to, like, the rocket flight... Mm-hmm. Ride and was like, oh, this thing's glowing and you know looks pretty functional and like she doesn't really know a lot about technology, but she knows um, kind of the type of parts Tran has yeah. in the past uh, drawn for it. An ideas person. And it looked like Tran's one of them. eyes goes go wide. She hasn't seen this 
uh, in a long, long time. It's Maybe a, it's like a power source. It's a specific something. alloy that holds enchantments uh, in a certain way, and it's really top of the line. Only uh, the the I mean, if you found this, you you must have got it from somewhere that was really intent on making a buck with uh, top of the line materials. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she's. Really glad to have that, and that will definitely help out. Hey, uh, hey, Mint, what's something that the that your ride is going to be good at? Something that our, our battle van will be good at. Well, this is actually pretty hard. Can you come back to me? Okay. I mean, they don't all have to be practical. You could just do something cool as well. Just FYI for everybody. Margaret. I, I, I ain't even got cool Margaret, what's one thing the Battle Van is really right. good at? Or Margaret notable. is the last person who designed anything cool, so it's notable really going to be something <laughs> practical. something useful. Well, what's the most the efficient last... part oh, of the Battle Van? How did the last airship sink again? I forget. Uh, it's been a while. attack. You got on it after a battle with some demons, but the uh, hull was not properly cleared, and there was an egg clutch Sort of like uh, barnacles in the sky. And they all hatched several... and things went to, uh, really went to hell. All right. We um, also blew it up a lot. I would say that our ship needs the ability to dump its cargo. Like, like we need something <laughs> to just dump everything out in an emergency. <laughs> Bottom is opened up and everything. Our battle van needs yeah. to be able to uh, to be rocket propelled in stages. You mean? So we just like the back just falls off. <laughs> I mean, we can we can just like if the worst comes to, to the worst, we can just drop the lower floor. Like we can just drop it out. Does that sound like a good idea to everybody? Okay, it has cargo dump capability. What is the uh, drawback to cargo dump Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's I, I think the drawback is that you lose all the fucking cargo that you drop in. Uh, that is true. true. Maybe, like have, maybe, the, maybe the drawback is that if the enemy seizes the control panel, they can cargo dump it themselves. So, you know, yeah, the, that's the problem. Th it's not a specific button. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Okay, anybody can draw. That's cool. Um, Scarlet. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, well, I collected a bunch of uh, artifacts from the the Disney's whatever land, land <laughs> that he whatever <laughs> land it is that he was making there. Um, perhaps I could rig up some sort of magic uh, systems. Maybe I could do uh, some sort of uh, arcane missile plat weapon platform or shields or something like that. Okay, it has guns. Magic guns. Magic guns. What is the drawback of magic guns? Well, if they run out of a magical charge, they're pretty much useless. Ah, uh, like any magical uh, thing, it's only got a certain number of charges per day. Limited mm -hmm. oh, shots. Oh, Sometimes the guns press the cargo drop button. <laughs> <laughs> then the guns go off, all the cargo. Okay. Uh, what, what was the thing you uh, you got from Disney's Land? Well, how how did you weaponize something found in the happiest place in the Empire? <laughs> a churro gun. Well, they went down. To, well, we went. We stopped over at Disney's Action Park, and they had a lot of these uh, uh, water arcane uh, cannons there that were originally designed to be relatively harmless, firing non-lethal, uh, small uh, magic missiles that were intended to, you know, just be sort of a, a fun little, like, uh, game, gallery. I suppose. Shooting gallery, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I figured out a way to overcharge them. Yeah. 
between the combined efforts of everybody working on this and the time you'll have, yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, and you rolled a roll for that way back. What was that? Uh, it was a five archmage. Oh, you want to invest your five archmage? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll totally work. However, um, let's see. If you... Uh, it, it'll have like five shots a day, but mm-hmm. you can recharge them by expending a daily spell. Any daily spell you have, you can Basically, you can yeah. refill the clip. Does that apply to Does that apply to anyone? Like anyone can can spend a daily spell to recharge them? Uh, if it's spell. if it's arcane, space so effectively you're recharging it with your own body's magical energy. Okay, the magic guns have five shots per day uh, per arcane daily spell. Awesome. Now, uh, and thought, but uh, I mean, this uh, clip is going to be empty, rather <laughs> un- unlike the nitrous tank. Ah, well, we'll so we'll have, we'll have yeah. to charge it up as we are leaving. Mm-hmm. That brings us to Rip. Uh, I had a thought real quick before yeah. we move on. We yeah. should probably work out a way to land this thing. If so, yeah. it's just for everyone going forward. What are you talking about? Or at least dock. In any case, it's uh, Rip. Uh, well, my idea was something actually kind of related to what Scarlet just said. Um, we need some added maneuverability for this thing. If it's going to fly... Like, maybe like various thrusters on the sides and bottom and stuff. Okay. Somebody just should really put some armor like on some this thing. And just and stuff. Or maybe yes, yeah, someone else should do that because I'm good. What? I got cut out. Come on, I'm good. Hi. 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 And like some sails or wings or some just something for maneuverability. Yeah. Um, if anyone else has a better one for that, I actually probably have the best role for a uh, for armor. <laughs> This thing need, I have a Crusader Six, and I am not afraid to use it. What you think the Crusader doesn't have any secrets about f- flying uh, airships? He built the That's only point, other yeah. one previously. That's true. Yeah, I just mean like. <laughs> to be fair, his airship fell apart easily. <laughs> like it was pretty flimsy. I don't think he's very good. At well, because there was a bunch of demons tearing it, it apart. It, it held it together. It didn't have it internal defenses. It held together all. It had a uh, battle bob. It didn't need them. All right, so. Our airship needs defenses, both interior and exterior. So let's let's go with that. Hmm. Let's get a. I don't know. You you want to spend some your Crusader of... six on? Uh, okay, what are these defenses? Uh, let's say there's some magical wards all over the place. Okay. Any, anything that gets too close to them, like it. I mean. It's, it's designed for us, so it's not going to blow us up. But. <laughs> well, well, what mm. are the downsides to the magical wards? It blows us up. It blows us. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, unleash the cargo hold. <laughs> everything is connected to the, the that one system. <laughs> Why did you think this was a good a idea? Of dumping the cargo hold. Don't flush. <laughs> just so you guys know, don't flush the toilets when we're in the air. Whenever you do anything with the ship, you roll like a D100, and if it goes one, it just <laughs> out the door. The whole ship, ship just splits in half like an old Ninja Turtle toy. <laughs> and like an egg. In any case, really though, what's the problem with the magical uh, boards? Um. Anybody else want to help me with this one? 
Uh, well, if, does, would they create a shield? Perhaps we can't get out of the shield oh. while they're activated. They can they, only stop one thing at a time. Oh, man. Oh, you have to hell. adjust the frequencies. <laughs> How about that? Mm. Uh, so more like we could only we could only have the shields like in one one active side of the ship at oh, a time. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So yeah. we'd have to actively say, like, you know, to protect the, the west side. The power to protect. starboard. Yeah, exactly. Or power you have to... You have well, to divert I mean, the shield power to actually I mean, make it work. You have, them, you have them calibrated for photon torpedoes. You can't block phaser blasts. It's just yeah. how it works. Sure. And if they shoot missiles and laser guns at you at the same time, it'll only block one of them. Oh, snap. Right. Do we also need, like, somebody, like, hooked in to, like, monitor all this stuff? Like, could that be Scarlet's job? Manuel, what's something that this... <laughs> Uh, that the, uh, Battle Van, codename Battle Van, is really good at. <laughs> it's not a van at all. It's a van. <laughs> hey, don't you know how codenames work? <laughs> ah, <don't laughs> it it's the Battle Airship. Well, <laughs> Manuel isn't really, he isn't really about tank combat. He's not about mounted combat. He's more, he's more about personnel, you know, being positional. Uh, when he's thinking about ship combat, he's thinking about boarding an enemy ship or something like that, or getting a person into perfect position, or infiltrating oh a faraway spot. Put a crane. So, so to Are this you... end, Manuel has two words to say. Uh huh. Man cannon. <laughs> yes. You're saying I, we I know who will be shoot ourselves onto an enemy boat. Man yes. cannon. Man cannon. Couldn't we just fly on? Couldn't we just like get? Like hover up above them and do anything and just drop through the hole. Will you, you be? Know, before it. Uh, will you be investing anything into this man cannon? Let's give the the emperor probably knows a thing. The emperor about knows a thing about. Thing <laughs> he about knows man. a thing about catapult technology and also cushy thrones. Okay. The emperor knows a thing about everything, even though he's only fifteen years old. Yeah, he's well, smart, when, when Manuel was hanging out, <laughs> when, when Manuel was hanging out with Margaret, he was he was talking about different. Uh, Different siege engines. Different engine, ways so, yeah. in which the Emperor is great. <laughs> and which he'll lead I mean, us all yes, to victory and, and, over the lesser and races. Ha- and one of the things that came up was the various siege engines he uses. So yeah, he's yeah. gonna Yeah, he's gonna invest that Emperor Five into that. What's uh, the what's drawback the... of the man cannon, by the way? Mm-hmm. Let's say it's hard to Sometimes it's great. <laughs> So don't say, why don't we just put the man cannon in the hull so that when it inev- <laughs> inevitably opens, we can just shoot ourselves straight down into the enemy ship. Uh, sometimes the targeting system isn't perfect. I mean... <laughs> sometimes you just get launched into the sky and you die. Sometimes you don't go exactly where you want to be, but you go near where you want to be. Okay, I believe Mint is the fall. only person left. Mint. Two wounds, I'm grappling in- hook. Grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna suggest lifeboats or something, but that works too. <laughs> what do you There's think no the main cannon is? Pro, grappling hook. Con, grappling hook. <laughs> grappling hook. Is grappling hook man-powered, or is it like part of the ship? It, it launches a hook with a rope, so that now we've attached something by the hook rope. Grappling oh, I, hook. Thought, I was thinking more like a grappling arm. Yeah, like yeah, a it could be, uh, like reaches out and grabs it. Could, could be... Could mean, be some kind of ultra hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the ultra hand. All right, we got an ultra I mean, hand. There's not much people can do against an ultra hand. No, here's what it is. It's a giant crane. When you knock part of the ship off, it just picks it back up. So you got to break the crane first. 
Johnny, it's, it's an ultra hand. Okay, I have a grappling hook on a boom crane in my notes. Yeah, sounds good. Can we put that in the hole so that we can at least attempt to <laughs> curb that problem? I just want to be a Star Fox boss. <laughs> <laughs> the ship opens up and thousands of tiny starfighters what, fly out of it. What all are, I want. What's the downside of grappling hook on a boom crane? <laughs> I think you just answered your own question. You can't really let go of get, something. Letting go is difficult, and it, it sometimes, you know, if it it's easy for it to get sort of tangled up in stuff if there's a lot of if it's not just open skies okay uh tran has collected uh, a bunch of notes from this uh planning sesh uh and sees that there's a few things few little design holes she's gonna have to fill in and yeah, uh, like like the giant one on the bottom of the ship <laughs> like the fact that our, our propulsion system might not be super good for anything other than direct travel at the moment going really fast maybe so in the future the if we're not traveling in a fast. directly straight line we might want to like and have also, better control and sails or something no no she's got some ideas for that And in the meantime, uh, you guys are left uh, to do some research into uh, your next step. Oh, not like, me, I'm going to back to my, my tethers. Back to the library. Yeah, oh, wait, we're coincidentally, the library. you're already in the library. <laughs> wow. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, I immediately turned and grab every book on Regulus that I can find. Uh, there are entirely zero books labeled Regulus. But, <laughs> but it was worth Regulus? a shot. Uh, you, you see there is a uh, spotter's guide to flying realms. Ah, Actually, there is one book. There is one book titled Regulus, and it was a little bit of a... It, it, it kind of built uh, Scarlet's you know, excitement up, and then she opened it, and it was just like... It was like a lesser form of calculus. Like, <laughs> really, like... It's for all the regular numbers. <laughs> Yeah. This is yeah. Like, what what can you even solve with this math? That's really direct. I don't think it's good for anything. That's just regular. Just in any case, yes. There's a spotter's guide to flying realms. There are other things that may be. Um, uh, what about useful. books on the overworld? Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Um, grabbing that. This give. Uh, somebody tell me what information you're looking for specifically, and give me a researching type role. Well, obviously we need to know more about the, uh, the overworld and places where this, uh, cog may be kept. Okay. Sort of, uh, what, what, what we should be expecting when we arrive there. Okay. Uh, give me that role, please. Okay. I rolled a 19... Okay, uh, looking through the, um, the mm. index, you're looking for the R's R, 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 and not finding it, but you do come across, uh, an entry on Clockland, which sounds Clocks. pretty good, actually. Uh, you, this is from, pogs. this is from the old library, so you surmise it may yeah. have changed names in the, the ages of the past um. in between. Uh, perhaps this is the uh, what they referred to Regulus many ages ago. Perhaps. I want to do research. 
Pull up a book, man. Just take a look. Uh, the Clockland entry reads, This weird island is probably from another world. It's full of clockwork mechanical creatures that build themselves into a semblance of civilization and then fall apart. Their magic doesn't seem to translate well off the island. That's, that's the Clockland entry. That's not very good at all. Is anybody going to look into this more? I want to look into something else. Man, why don't you take a look at this? I'm more interested in different research. Can ah, I do my what? different research? Sure, tell me what your different research is. I I want to see... I want to gather information about flora and fauna that lives in the, the atmosphere. So, you know, stuff the that overworld. might potentially get in our way, you know, stuff while we're might, up there. Stuff that might empty our hall. So you, the, if you're not... If if one of those comes out from a cloud and surprises you, I bet you you'll empty your hull. <laughs> uh, so that's seventeen for like bio yeah. biological research. Okay, uh, you find um, a lot of what you were expecting on, say, cloud giants, uh, air elementals, and the like, uh, great eagles. Um, the, yeah, the, the flying lizard terrors of Giant Walk, but you know all about them. You just tied them yeah, up in Kudzu yeah. not too long ago. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, so, some of yeah. them. It's all, it's all species out there, after all. Uh, <laughs> they were created by any, uh, one of the previous Archmages. Yeah, that's, that's what they say, but who knows. <sighs> I'd love to learn more about that. <laughs> um, uh, but another time... There's also you you see a mention of the word zoragami, but there's, it's not elucidated on. Uh, it's weird. I think I did some of that in elementary school. <laughs> zoragami. I'm gonna write that down. I just take a big like marker and write the word zoragami down on my arm. Okay. Does anybody? So I, I have. And I have blank paper here. Yeah, but I'll lose that. Is anybody else going to do anything? Any research? Because so far you have a semi-outdated travelogue mm. and a hint of something you'll probably find there. Uh, I have Beowulf uh, is here helping me to uh, look search for books in this library. Wait, I know what we can do. Yes. Where's mm -hmm. Uh, Slamby has been uh, eavesdropping on the door the whole time, which is odd because he's on the inside eavesdropping on the hallway. <laughs> what are you doing? Come here. Get I'm over. eavesdropping now. on the hallway, he says. What's in there? Everything. I'm not even going to approach that. Come here. <laughs> he, he waddles over the way he does. What do you know about the overworld? <laughs> Uh, there's I know all about your little stunt. Yeah, I know it's a little less populated than it used to be, island-wise. Yeah, well, that's really horrible. <laughs> most of the people got off, and most of them also left. Okay, so what do you know? Like, what should we know about... Do you know anything about Regulus in particular? Uh, I know we almost crashed into it once, which is weird, because it moves in such a regular pattern, they should have seen it coming, but I guess, you know, putting my hands over the eyeballs of the guy who's trying to steer the island might have something to do. Anyway, yeah, they almost crashed into it, and that, like, never happens. 
Uh, okay, so obviously it has a pretty easily plottable course, so it will be too hard to find. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure one of the books around here has that course. Okay, uh, we should probably get the look, looking for that. Is it in the in the spotter's guide or whatever, or is it somewhere else? Uh, yes. Uh, if you scroll to the section for the actual spotting parts. I think that could be useful. Yeah. Okay. And by scroll, I mean it is an actual scroll. I just have to, like, twist it a bunch. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there is a chart that displays uh, a uh, uh, very mathematically precise uh, uh, pattern based on the phases of the moon and time of day. Mint is sort of struck to see how precise it is. Uh, he, he's... <laughs> He, he loves mathematical oddities. Uh, while the other ones are, like, much more vague in general, I mean, this, it's, like, down down to uh, the second, practically. Like, a, the, the the ability to, to track it and predict its movements. Okay. So it'll be pretty easy to get to, probably. Well, I mean, easy to find in the sky. Easy to find in... in... A chart. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to Tracking make a copy... It down. I'm going to make a copy of this chart. Okay. Uh, anything else we ought to know about it? Do you know anything about, like, the exterior of it that would help us? Well, you know, it's sort of brassy, and it's got cogs and whatnot. It's sort of pokey. I mean, uh, you, you might poke your eye out, so don't look at it too hard. Got bits. <laughs> Not sure that's how it works. That's totally how it works. Don't tell me how it works. Where Kids these days think they know everything. Do all this. I'm outside with Margaret again. What? Oh. It's good. It's good that you're faithful. <laughs> Admirable quality. Uh, that's such a bad, such oh a bad phone. So, Margaret, you do know that, that Bella was being sarcastic when she said that you needed to leave the, the house. I know. But I still need to make my point. What is the point? Just so the I know. The point is that I don't want to sleep in that mansion. I was looking for yeah. any excuse not to. Fair I hope finish building this tent. <laughs> how many? How big is this tent? We've been building it for a while. It's a pretty nice it's, tent, actually. We need to put down the carpets. <laughs> oh my god. Manuel starts, bringing in, Manuel starts bringing in the mattresses from inside the bedrooms. <laughs> Into the tent. He, it all it comes full circle when he brings out the copper bathtub. <laughs> he it, brings uh, out the bathtub, but he lights it, a little fire under it this time so that it stays the proper temperature. It turns out that the uh, the useful thing that Margaret did while she was at the manor was set up a campground as an attraction <laughs> for yeah for to visit. Anyone come to you? They're getting stay an arrow somewhere. in their throats. Don't care if they're ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> There's no age in war. The, uh... <laughs> the campground is a great idea because all the tourists need to stay somewhere and Pedraic won't let a bunch of randos stay in his house, goddammit. Nobody better come in here until I've left. Well, I mean, Margaret, gonna... When Margaret leaves, she's going to burn this tent to the ground. <laughs> Sold the earth. <laughs> nothing will ever grow again. <laughs> That's how you gotta work. Or... Cactus will have something to say about that, I'm sure. Margaret, you were in such a mood today. <laughs> Bella goes over to Pedraic and shows, shows him a picture of 
shows him a picture of Margaret, and she's like, can you please make sure this woman never, never appears here again? <laughs> Keep her away from the whole manor. She just wants to destroy everything. Hmm, I will be sure to, madam. No, 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 I'm kidding. I didn't have to take it back. Yes, madam. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Manuel's just hanging up some art installations inside this tent, and he's that's just, what he's, he's just do. moving everything out of his room into the tent. Uh, Not my room. Mint has co- copied down the uh, predictions, uh, updated them for what he knows of calendar changes through the ages, uh, and and how we, uh, th- you know, the the dating system is different now than it was back when the school. Yeah, they left written. out a month. How do you just miss a whole month? That's an important <laughs> month. I know a guy whose birthday is in that month. Yeah, back then he was never born. <laughs> no, that's messed up, but probably true. In part because the scroll was written before he was born, but... Yeah, yeah, but still. But still. <laughs> but still. Uh, anyway, here's the new math. It's it's pretty simple, the change. You just gotta, you know, add another polymorphic term, and there you go. There you go. I'm great, so um, you can take up the... You're gonna take up the navigator's home? The what? The navigator. I already have a helm. It's a cool metallic orb. <laughs> in, uh, right. In any case, uh, you can check uh, his math by. Uh, it, it should be passing over uh, in the distance, uh, not too long from now, and uh, with the use of mm. you know, one of those nice decorative telescopes that is so double checked. It, it is exactly where it is meant to be. There's an observatory in this mansion. Dude, this mansion is tight. Basically, this is a, this is a really mansion. good house. I, I'm, I'm sorry, did I'm you allowed. not expect there to be an observatory in Equinox Manor? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 yeah. they make their own pretzels here. Well, that's just rat. <laughs> no, that's just Trent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trent, no Trent likes to bake. These pretzels are good, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, we should have stolen the secret churro recipe from Disneyland. <laughs> the, the churros that last forever. The, they're not going to keep the secret recipe on the ground. They produce them at a secure location. Okay, you now are able to predict uh, the next nearest approach of Equinox and ah. know that it is formerly known as Clockland. Uh, that is full of clockwork mechanical creatures. Yeah. It's, uh, is anybody going to dive for deeper details than that? What is the natural enemy of, like, clock things? Time. Because Chaos. Time, time is the enemy clock. of clocks. Okay, so we should bring lots of that with us just in case we end up in a scrap. With mm. clocks. Oh, if we have well. to fight clocks, we should be sure to have lots of time. <laughs> you think we should bring Slamby? No. Probably not. He knows how no. to, he's blown this stuff up before. I bet he could do it again. We need it do we to... want to? We might. I mean, our goal is not to destroy Regulus. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, we also want uh, to get there alive ourselves. Is is there something like what is the purpose? The original purpose of Regulus that I that I man, what's the purpose of a waterfall? <laughs> I mean, waterfalls naturally happen. Regulus. That's what I'm saying, yo. 
So oh. Regulus naturally happened? Regulus is like so a these clockwork island. mechanical give, 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 naturally me a, give me a research roll into the uh, origins of Regulus. All right, let's make that I a... I uh, asked int. Bella, dang it. Oh. An, an int for Cursed Bard? Uh, yes, I mean, 22. bards are all about lore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bella sees that uh, there is, you know, tracking down the uh, Zorigami, she sees that there is a uh, legend that uh, the Zorigami are a sign of the dawn and ending of an age. Uh, as the last Zorigami dies, they say so too does the age. And a new age is marked by uh, uh, dawn of uh, dawn Zorigami. Uh, and it's possible, therefore, that uh, Regulus, like what whatever originally created them, uh, uh, also created Regulus as a, uh, a, a refuge, a sanctuary, to make sure that they weren't hunted by anyone trying to hasten such a thing. To, mm. yeah. it, it sounds, and you know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but then it sounds like it was something created many, 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 many ages ago. Oh, for sure. Like, first, second, third age... Um, Perhaps even earlier. Maybe, yeah. I guess what came before the first stage? The zero stage. <laughs> Just I mean, kidding. The pre-age. I mean, we got lots of numbers. We ain't running out anytime soon. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we learned from uh, the mathematics of Regulus. Yeah. <laughs> Regulus teaches us that there are lots of numbers in both directions. <laughs> you got numbers, you got clocks, you got clocks that measure things with numbers. You know, if Very you want to measure something, you need yeah, numbers. So, so in a way, it seems that Regulus is, is itself one giant clock. Kind of neat. Uh, so, does anybody have any other questions? There's a 28 research check hanging out there. Ah, yes. Mm. Oh, by whom? Oh, mm. Scarlet. Scarlet. What you looking up, Scarlet? Hmm. Well, uh, I guess I could... Let me see. So we kind of have an idea of who was there, these mechanical uh-huh. things. Uh, so I guess I could look up sort of uh, Regis's uh, connection with the, the surface world. Okay. Uh, you scour all the relevant and many irrelevant things, and you find none, sort of. Like, you... Mm-hmm. There's no record of it uh, being launched or ever landing. Uh, no record of a similar uh, place on the ground. Uh, mm. You know, there, there's no clockwork ring that looks like a clock flying clockwork island would fit into it, or anything like that. Uh, it seems mm. to have always been, and you imagine it may always be, like. Ah. The, the absence you find doesn't look like you didn't look hard enough. It looks like there just is an absence. And this is quite strange because most of the overworld, at least as far as I'm aware, is comprised of uh, islands created or colonized by wizards from the surface world. So this is something that predates all of that. Yeah, they're kind of like the, the wealthy wizards. Uh, beach time resort kind of thing just you know floating yeah. in the air it's like how you know if you go to like Dubai and you can basically have your own island 
Except in the sky. And live on. Yeah. Except it's in the sky. Yeah. It's even further away from poor people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've never been there myself, obviously. And you'll never, ever make it to Feywild. <laughs> yeah, I heard oh. that uh, that's not... The most luxurious of them all. I don't know about that anymore. I heard it had very nice cloud beaches. And anyway... Listen to yourself. Going on about... Cloud beaches. <laughs> as the days pass, as time goes on, uh, you're confident that you're not going to squeeze any more of that out of this library. Uh, you get into all sorts of comic antics around the mansion until one day uh, a greased, <laughs> a, a greased-up uh, trans starts uh, yelling for everyone up and down the hallway, saying, "It's done! Come on, let's go! Take a look!" Uh, uh, let me see it. Let me Wait, see it. How long have we been staying here? Like, how long have we been like living this tent? Oh, by I mean, now, probably a week. Tent. Yeah, about a week. Uh, that's not so bad. Uh, it's been a wonderful week for me. Like, just enjoying a, a wonderful like, bed in a nice and house. Set up the doing research. Plumbing in the tent. You've, you've uh, had a lot of fun <laughs> watching Pedraic's, uh prank war against Peppercorn and Peppercorn. <laughs> I've been having to fight all school I've, children every day. It's been an ongoing battle. I really, like assistant, I really like that assistant director Peppercorn is having a prank war with just the golem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> his adversary now is just this golem. This golem butler. The first Algernon was very upset that they were doing this, but then he found it also incredibly funny. So, uh, you see, she, she uh, holds up the, those preliminary plans, the, the sketches she's scribbled on with your notes in front of you, and then tosses it over her head, and you see behind her, in its place, codename Battlevan. Yes. Hmm. Uh, it has the shape of a large uh, caravan, but you see that it's ringed with um, sort of mechanical hands on a track. And uh, she flips a switch, turns a crank, and pulls on a lever, and the hands start begin. They, they begin lifting uh, sections of railing out of a hopper and laying it in front, and uh, the van starts moving under its own power over those tracks. And as it rolls over, they are picked up by the other hands and deposited back in the hoppers. This seems incredibly complicated. Yeah, but I it's love awesome. It. Completely I love absurd. It. I would probably grab a firm myself from a cliff and get on board that thing. It can go <laughs> over any uh, terrain. Uh, it won't get stuck in the mud. It completely uh, distributes the weight uh, very evenly, and these uh, the, the rails can be laid and collected at a, a much faster rate than you'd imagine. I also took the liberty of, as she goes around the corner, and you see a uh, ramp that has been carved with uh, rails pre-laid on it. So, we have hmm. kind of a, instant ramp. Do we have kind of a garage in the in Equinox Manor, or is that a, a ramp that was part of the ship? Uh, no, the, the, the ramp goes out from your garage, and when you launch, it's kind of like uh, the Thunderbirds show. <laughs> nice. It's super awesome. Good. Perfect. <laughs> that sounds great. There's a theme song and everything. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Tran says, uh, I was looking at the charts, and it looks like the nearest 
uh, approach of that island is going to be in... She checks her uh, wrist-mounted uh, uh, hourglass about uh, four hours from now. So, wow. going to do it? Yeah. I mean, it'd be a month and a half until the next time. So. You better yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, I, I should I should ask first. She's I mean, very proud of herself for making this deadline. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do, have you tested this? If she tested it, it wouldn't have made the deadline. Yeah. Exactly. Tran just kind of like shakes her head, like well, just kind of just kind of smiles. Just doesn't really respond. Just kind of smiles. Smiles. Get in the van. I'm driving. Get should, in the van. You should try it out. Hey, you know. Van, 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 van. Oh, van. Get van. Everybody get in the van. van. Right. I had a good run, you know. Does everybody want to live forever? Years. Rip calls shotgun. I... There is no shotgun, Rip. What are the, what? Are there, are the quarters indoors? Alright, tough guy, you're with me. Alright. Yes. Uh, I mean, somebody... there, there are posts out on the roof, but it's, uh... Yeah, there, there's plenty of space indoors. There's a single... A uh, large chamber on each level. The bottom level is pretty much empty, and that is your detachable cargo unit. The top level has uh, is is furnished and rather comfortable, but still huh. kind of Spartan. You're free to uh, decorate it as you wish. Oh, oh yeah, we gotta paint that outside so it looks totally radical. Let's <laughs> we'll do that next time when we're not uh, the... trying to meet a deadline. Well, we can do that while we're going up. The, the magic gun is mounted on that uh, second interior level. However, you see there's a rail where it can be moved to the uh, the, the the roof, I guess. You know, the, the top uncovered level, as well as a window in the uh, the cargo yeah. bay, the detachable cargo bay. Yeah, let's. I'm so, probably uh, don't want to stand down there. Ever. Who wants to who wants to serve as the acting captain of the battle van? Hmm. Uh, Mint called it. I've already had my time as a captain, so I can serve someone else's turn. Audriel is watching the launch and is just so proud of your noble sacrifice. <laughs> is there sacrifice? for somebody to? Like, well, I mean, uh, to step down and let a lesser captain take a turn. Mint's the pilot. So. Audriel is so, so nice. She thinks. Yeah, I have to on driving. I mean, and I mean, Rip's buddies with Battle Bob and has a Crusader background, and I, I figure he probably knows some things about captaining, a, like being the, being the head of the pilot with yeah. the, the captain. So, yeah. <laughs> tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah. What, here's how it works, is that you're in charge, and so what it is, is like you say what you want to happen, and then you say who, who you want to do it, and then you say, make it so, and then it'll happen. Those are the rules. <laughs> Is there a seat for somebody to uh, take control of all the magical uh, things on the ship? Yeah, it's pretty safe to assume. None that of the chairs the... are nailed to the floor. The, the, every seat yeah. can be yeah. used for a lot of things. It's pretty safe to assume that we have all of the necessary interfaces that we will yeah. need to control the ship and do the things we need it to do. Look, I can just pull this here and then this will happen. That's, that's exactly what I expected. <laughs> there are even parachutes. <laughs> Well, we gotta go put the hole back on now. <laughs> this fulfills all of my expectations. So is uh anybody going to wrap anything up, or are we uh, gonna lot ramp this? 
ramp it. We, I mean, we, yeah, we better ramp it off. They are spies. Okay. With a uh, coat of paint and some personal effects moved into the interior, uh, it is nearly go time. Uh, goodbyes are said. Final preparations are made. Supplies are uh, gained from the pantry. Uh, some hugs, some handshakes, maybe a few tears. And then three, two, Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I got this. Mr. Gelato, all power to thrusters. Engage. I, I hit the button. Yeah. And as the ground recedes behind you, you can't see uh, the, uh, the, the bulk of um, Regulus, but you trust in the, the calculations of Mint and Tran. And then, as it would be too late to uh, maneuver, its path crosses yours. It's right beneath you. You have arrived. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye, Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night, everyone.